welcome to the Human Performance Tools Podcast, and thanks for joining your hosts, James Newman and David Christensen, where their mission is to discover how people performing amazing work prevent error and work with high reliability. Each and every podcast episode is sponsored by humanperformancetools.com, where you can explore all things related to managing human error, offering speeches, consultation, coaching, training, assessments, and much more. You can find us at humanperformancetools.com. So we were just, uh, James was commenting on your flowchart that you have on the wall, the whiteboard behind you there. And uh, it seems like everybody uses those things. It's, it's really helpful to sometimes to, I don't know, just put things up there. And Map it out, right? Here's what I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Does that match with reality? <laughs> Yes, and you can see there, there is a ICS uh, logigram. So ICS with the IC, deputy, liaison, safety, com, ops, plan, log, and uh, administrative and uh, finance uh, yeah. section sheets. I try to implement uh, the, the ICS system in my organization since I went to uh, California and U.S. Forest Service when I worked with them. Do you remember, Dev? Oh, with yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, the incident command system is something that uh, a lot of industries uh, try to use. Some of them call it the incident management system, IMS, because they don't like that word command. You know, uh, I think that it's just uh, semantics, but it, it helps some people to be accepting to organizing things in a way where you don't have to worry about having a very autocratic uh, commander in control situation. And now, I, I use ICS when the operation become very, very big, when the, when the fire growth or when the situation uh, go to chaos sometimes. Uh, here, uh, we response uh, between uh, zero toward the uh, 12 hours for the wildfire. After, uh, it's, it's come from wooey to wooey. So the fire stop to the WUI or digging from the WUI. We don't have a long, uh, a big size of fire like in California because uh, it's not wide in France. You know, and the country is very small in comparison with uh, uh, California. All the states could burn, but right. in France, only southern France. So it's a different size. But when the operation becomes too long, so we, we don't have the maybe the useful or the uh, agility to manage a long operation. And so it's very efficient to use the uh, ICS. So next time, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> want to help James here with uh, the acronym WUI. It's the Wildland Urban Interface uh, that uh, Christoph is talking about. And, they, and a lot of people just call it WUI. And we all know, but maybe others don't. So I'm gonna... really glad you, you said that because I thought it was a French word I was missing. <laughs> I was like, wooey, I hadn't heard that one before. Why <laughs> long uh, urban interface? It's an American name. Right, it's, right. I know. Yeah. It's a interface for habitat. This is a French name. But... Okay. okay. Now, um, the uh, ICS or IMS, is this a reactive thing? Like the fire is already happening and you implement it? Or is this a, a, just a plan that you have ahead of time? What is that? I, I'm interested. 
No, it's a, it's a plan, but um, we, we, we have real, um, carried out some uh, exchange between uh, US Forest Service and the fire department in France. And yep. so we send uh, some officer in the USA, uh, some new American officer come in France, and we exchange uh, our technique, methodology, or, and so um, we use another, uh, another, um, uh, another management system, uh, but it's similar, but different. Uh, and so uh, our system is, um, in comparison, it's very agile. So it's very quick. We could switch and we could uh, action, reaction, a uh, little bit anticipation. But when the fire come spread and come and grows uh, for a big size, so we need anticipation and we need to mark a, a stop. Uh, take away, so stay back and reflection, anticipation. And in this case, we use, uh, we try to use uh, ICS and we organize the situation with the uh, incident management system. And of course, uh, operation briefing, planning briefing, briefing in the morning, operation briefing in the morning, planning briefing in the afternoon. And we prepare the situation and the action for the day after. And uh, we use the planning P. Some, something similar, not exactly the planning P, but something similar. But we use the same uh, function, so operation section chief. And in this branch, we have a fixed wing, rotary wing, uh, or we, are op we have an operation chief. And after we have planning, planning, we take plan, read, understand, try to anticipate, realize some, pro um, carry out some proposal for the IC. And so we have a liaison. So we try to implement this uh, uh, with IC, say, uh, incident man management system, yes. Yeah, the IC that he's talking about is the incident commander. That's the person at the top of that food chain that uh, ultimately has the responsibility and the delegation to uh, make sure that the objectives of the uh, incident command system uh, are actually met. And uh, this, this is something that's usually given to him by the people that are uh, ultimately responsible to the taxpayers, the politicians, the, the people that are uh, on the other side of that, the incident commander and his organization comes in usually when the local resources are overwhelmed and they are in a situation where they need help, you know, and maybe they can do the initial response uh, with their local forces but then because it's grown so large or so fast, or it looks like it's gonna last for a long time, whatever it is, if it's a, a fire or a, you know, wildland fire or a flood or a hurricane response, or um, you can use the incident command system to, I've, I've heard uh, people use it to uh, organize a wedding or a, a, a church picnic, or you, know, it's, you got certain people with certain responsibilities and that way, okay. Yeah, it, it, it really helps people to uh, organize effectively and uh, it's something that helps them to be reliable and resilient when there's many situations. And for example, for instance, right now, uh, this morning, I used ICS organization, IMS, um, to plan a report to build um, a fire station because we need to find um, 
location. We need to find a brick layer. We need to find a, we need to negotiate contract with the mayor of the community. And so we need a chief. So we need to have a plan. Operation is to build. So logistic is to uh, amenage to, for example, uh, vegetation removal on the on the ground. And yeah. we need, of course, finance and administrative forms. And so I can use ICS even to build a fire station. Fire oh, station. neat. So uh, for a strategy for a project management, really. Uh, that's awesome. Now, uh, we're getting a little far into uh, this. Let's, uh, uh, let's stop for a second. And, and Christoph, this is the first time we're talking to each other. Can you please introduce yourself to uh, my, me and to anybody listening to the podcast? Uh, okay, my name is uh, Christophe Frasson. I'm a French uh, firefighter officer in France. And uh, right now, uh, I have been in charge of the fire department in the Corsica Island. This fire department uh, is composed by uh, 1,500 uh, people. And so uh, with a uh, part-time and a uh, professional. And we carry out, uh, we dispatch uh, almost uh, 20,000 missions per year. And uh, each day we are um, 150 uh, firefighters on the ground or are in the fire, uh, fire station. Wow, 20,000 missions per year? Is that, that, that's amazing. Um, and this is the whole range, is it firefighting as well as uh, emergency medical calls? For all, all kinds of risk. So first responder, uh, ambulance, fire truck, uh, uh, traffic accident, or everything. We manage everything. And in France, we have only two chiefs on the operation. The prefect with the administrative uh, executive from the Ministry of the Interior and the firefighter director who is the incident commander for all kinds of uh, mission uh, in the department. And after, we have the reinforcement from the other department and from the other region and from the national resources, for example, uh, aircraft, scooper, uh, heli tanker, uh, a lot of things like that. Wow. Um, I, I, I'm already like amazed. You have 1,500 personnel and uh, what percentage of them or how many of them are part-time versus full-time? 80%. 80% are part-time and uh, we have uh, 25 fire stations uh, all over the department and we have a rural uh, fire station, uh, urban fire station and mountain fire, fire station. So wow. really... And the, the part-timers, are they volunteer or a mixture? They are volunteer. Part-time right. are volunteer and they have a contract for five years and we pay them they, they don't have a wage, but we pay them. Uh, it's an exchange when they are on stage or on the mission, we pay them. It's a part, like a part-time, but the name is volunteer, of course. Right, right, right. Wow. That's awesome. So <laughs> there's a lot of potential error and a lot of risk involved in, in the whole gambit of what you do, or gambit. Um, so uh, I'm going to start us off, that's all right, with a, a human performance question. When you look at potential errors that can be, you're sitting um, you about there, preventing James. Those? Can you say that again? Absolutely. Uh, how are we doing now? Better. Can you hear, we can hear me? Okay. So when you look at the, the gamut of errors 
that you can make uh, on any given task, how do you go about just error prevention in general, like, like training or, or what is your approach to error prevention? Uh, the, uh, I, I didn't hear exactly the term. What is my approach with what? Error prevention, ah, preventing error. error. Error prevention, okay. Mistake, like mistake, error, yeah. something like that. Uh, and so we, have, we keep in mind all the time error because uh, we could achieve a chaos or echec. We could, we could um, we are not sure of the result or of the uh, achievement uh, when we have a mission, but we need to be prepared. And the first is a collective approach. And second is we share the bonus and we share the malus. So we share with the executive committee um, with an objective, I always say, so we need to be together and we need uh, to try to implement the level of our team building. So uh, we try to stay never alone because when you are alone, uh, you are very, very fragile. It's a big fragility. And so we keep in mind all the time, error, human is a, error is human. Okay. Yeah. And so, but um, when I was a um, little bit more young, I studied HRO uh, princip principle, high reliability organization. And I always, always try to keep in mind different kind of uh, principle and the uh, five principle of uh, HRO. And so we try to track small failure and immediately when I have uh, maybe sensitivity, because I believe a lot of uh, sensibility or intuition, because sometimes your first intuition or the, uh, the sixth sense, maybe. I don't know if I could say that. Yeah. But we need to trust the sixth sense. And the sixth sense is uh, when in my team, uh, for example, the last, uh, for instance, the, the last mission I, I carry out in my team of uh, executive committee, I involve a woman, a pharmaceutical woman, doctor. Because I need men, I need old men, young men. It's a, a variety. It's like a variety. I need a variety in my team. And so this is how I try to manage and protect me and my establishment from the error. Team, objective, and try to implement the five principles of HRO. So failure, we try, to, we try to track small failure. And immediately, I give a mission to one of my executives so take time, maybe it's, a, maybe it's nothing, but try to understand what's going on there, okay? And after you give me a, a different element to take a decision, or maybe it's nothing and it's okay, or maybe the matrix or uh, Eisenhower. Do, do you know that, the matrix of Eisenhower? The matrix, Eisenhower matrix, no? Eisenhower Ma matrix, the Eisenhower matrix, it's a- uh... Eisenhower matrix. It's a systematic no. approach to problem solving? Yep. Uh, and so sometimes it's, it's an emergency and very important. I have to take in charge. Sometimes it's uh, very important, but there is no stress and not emergency on this element. And sometimes not important and not um, emergency. And so go immediately to the trash, okay? And between the, the trash I and see. the very important thing, I try to manage different elements and I give the mission to my team. And after I, I grab 
all the information, maybe to take a decision or maybe to share information and to avoid this kind of error. So communication is very important. Trust and communication. Trust within my team. The trust is a root of everything, what I think, because I, I read the, or I read this book on the Cove, James Cove. Uh, it's very important to understand what's going on with the trust. And so communication is very important. Um, but everybody in my team get the same level of information, like an equalizer, the All same. Right. And after, maybe, maybe you think the problem is uh, very simple, but take care of the, uh, take care to don't simplify the, the problem. So maybe it's very important and maybe it's a scalable response. So small response, scalable response. I tried to, my, my job, the, uh, the business of my job is not really his business. If you compare company and fire department, uh, of course, I have a mission and I, I have a budget. And I try to make a ratio between mission and budget. But all the time, this is what I say to my president or to my uh, executive council or to, to the prefect. The business core is operation and is to protect people. Is it an, oper an operation, operational problem or is it an administrative problem? So if one people come in my office and say it's an administrative problem or it's an operation problem, always first, it's operation problem first. I have to solve. So all the time, sensitivity to operation. After we try to to avoid error. Maybe we try to uh, defer to the expertise and we try to uh, implement the commitment to resilience because I think at the first level, at the first level, it's exactly how it works in my operation. Small operation, small truck. Big operation, big truck. Very big operation, a lot of big truck. And when you have a lot of big truck, scalable response and scalable organization. So it's, a, it's a, like a power line. First, or like a, uh, how can I say, operational data lift. Okay, data lift. Uh, escalator, like an escalator. Okay? Escalator. Oh, escalator, yes. Like yes. Escalator. And or so elevator, different, right. Different and so this is how I try to, to manage my organization. But maybe you have the, sometimes you have the luck, or maybe you are lucky. But I don't think really to the luck. You have to prepare the ground, the ground to the luck. Okay? I'm lucky sometimes, but I have to prepare my luck. Right, this is right. how, we try to, how, we, how we try to understand, how we try to manage or avoid avoid the the error like crisis i'm not the manager of crisis. i try to avoid crisis because when you are in crisis it's too late you need to avoid to be in the crisis so yeah. anticipation all the time collective approach communication trust and the last thing but the not the uh, not the, the, the more single is smile. You have to be enjoyed to manage people. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you have a bad mood, uh, so it's contagious. The bad mood is contagious. 
right, and right. The good mood is contagious. And if you arrive at the job in the morning and you are smart, you take care of your people and sensitivity, sensitivity to operation, then sensitivity to human factor and human relation. Right. I love it, man. Um, I can hear some sincere uh, um, HRO talking coming out of your mouth. I love it. Uh, uh, and your English, by the way, is really, really, really good. So uh, uh, I know that you've been having conversations with Dave uh, about HRO and that might even be, uh, you guys have known each other for a while, uh, but I am hearing those principles come to, uh, uh, strongly. So it's awesome to hear that um, because yeah. they work, right? Uh, uh, that's the idea. And, and prioritization of, of task or, or of events as they come in that, that somebody's got to do that and it sounds like you, you really got a, a a smart prepared approach and um we're finding that to be a uh, a strong uh commonality in a lot of different work that people do having a really strong prepared approach uh dave did you want to ask an hro questions well i i know that uh, christoph is not only uh, got a good grasp of these high reliability organizing principles, but he, like I told you before, he lives them. Yeah. He uses them. He, he has a practical application of each of these principles. And uh, he just described several uh, yeah. with, without even being asked a question. You know, it's like, we do this, we do this, this we do we this. Do, yeah. and, and it's it works, yeah, because you're using them. Uh, I've been excited, uh, that, Christoph, that you had the uh, opportunities that you've had to come and work with uh, people in the United States, but you, you've also been to many other countries speaking to other audiences all over the world. Tell us a little bit about where you've been and what those experiences have been like. Uh, no, I, I have to stay very humble, of course, but you're right, you have, you're right, Dave. Uh, I'm not uh, only a firefighter officer or fire chief, uh, as we, we can say. Um, I'm involved in, the, um, in a small uh, consulting company with a HRO, but also to manage a crisis situation. And I could, um, I could propose some, um, some action, exercise, or... Uh, team building in different company and this is what I did with a uh, small company the name is uh, at risk uh, at risk like at risk uh, to avoid vulnerability maybe it's a synonym but okay and I did um, some mission for big company oil and gas company power line company or for the government for, for instance so Chile or Argentine for earthquake or uh, in different com different country in uh, Asia, or in, uh, of course, I studied in the uh, USA with US Forest Service, but not only with uh, another colleague, a friend to Dave, Mark Ronsaville, who, who was the, uh, the, the chief of fire and aviation resources in the US Forest Service. And so right now, uh, I deliver different, um, di different uh, advice and a different uh, mission for the pharmaceutical company also. And what I try to do is to, to share my experience in the, in the business and in the, in the, um, 
the, as a fire, a fire chief. I try, we try to implement the methodology and we can, we, we can do a, a exchange from the business company to the administrative uh, establishment like fire department, but not only for the hospital or uh, so a lot of different of uh, administrative organization and a lot of uh, different uh, business company. And what we have to do is uh, to deliver uh, an understanding uh, from the methodology like uh, IMS, ICS, but uh, not only with different kind of uh, techniques. So how um, a daily manager could transform himself as a daily manager toward a crisis manager. So maybe, maybe you have to develop or to learn some skill, some uh, uh, understanding, some, uh, uh, something to apply methodology, to apply uh, uh, understanding, to apply anticipation, and to manage your to manage your team or to try to develop the team building and so it's a theoretical approach first maybe during one or two hours and after it's only practice 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 in the in the room in the conference room you have oh, to cool. transform your conference room into a crisis room with a paperboard but which kind of paperboard do you have situation anticipation action communication who has in charge this mission and you have to define a plan uh, like a plan uh, planning p like a planning p in ims but uh, it's not exactly similar because we we can't use immediately the ims organization in their business company so you have to adapt adjust but only two hours of theoretical approach and after practice, practice, debriefing, not a long debriefing, a short debriefing, just to instill, just to give, adjust some advice to improve this kind of relationship between the facilities chief, for example, and human resources chief, or because you have a lot of example to, to implement this kind of organization. It's kind like of like... And you have to take in charge Pearl, for example. Uh, Pearl, it's an acronym with uh, all people, uh, environment, uh, uh, reliability, liability, responsibility. So this kind of uh, this kind of uh, method. So you like to do the uh, the theoretical kind of like a lecture, and then you break out into a workshop situation. Um, yeah. In the, uh, when you go do this. That's love that right. I, I'm I'm all about and and that because uh, you said it's about building the relationships with the people and learning how they do things. So with that kind of thing in mind, I'm I'm really wondering since it really seems like all of the approaches uh, um, right now are um, thought out, prepared, HRO in mind. What what was this like before? Like we'll say 20 years ago. What, what was it like? I mean, were you getting completely different results than what you're getting today? Like, have you seen with your own eyes, the, now that you have this stuff in place, have you seen the, the change for the better? Well, I didn't see change situation. People change. The new generation of people, young people, they are not like in the, like in the 20 years ago. And me, I have an uniform. I wear a uniform, but I'm not a military guy. I'm a civilian guy, and my people, my folk, they are civil. And in the past time, you are right now like a or orchestra chief, uh, and you say, do that, say that, 
go there, come on. Right now, it's not like that. Young people, they are not like that. They are on the smart, they are on the smartphone all the time. They are with the PS4. They are on the YouTube or Netflix. And when you say that, hey, go, come on, no, come on, please. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> they change the mind, and so the the, the weather and and time flies, and weather uh, changes, and so we have to keep in mind and take in count uh, the this. Uh, this changement of situation. Do you know what I mean? And so we have to, we have to, to be more flexible. And when you observe right now, the young people arrive in a, for their first exercise or their first mission or their first uh, training, uh, they are involved during uh, maybe two weeks to learn, to practice, or to operate, or to drive car, truck. And you observe they are not like in the past time. So you have to manage differently. You have to anticipate this kind of management. And when I, maybe 20 years ago, when I was front of this kind of people, I say, okay, my management is bad. We don't achieve the objective we plan. So maybe we have to change the, our point of view and maybe we have to adapt our situation. And I met this guy, Renaud Vidal, with HRO, Dave, Mark, and other guys. And I travel all over the world. And I observe different kinds of, uh, of, uh, of organization. Like in the USA, for example, they are in uniform, but they have long hair. In France, it was uh, forbidden right now. You are only uniform, not, uh, not here, not uh, long hair, not uh, blue hair, something like that, not <laughs> tattoo. And right now they have tattoo, they have long hair, so we have to adapt your management system. And yeah. so you have to anticipate, you have to observe, compare, and maybe implement different, di di different uh, little parts of different other organization and other management system. So private company, administrative company or maybe military system it's a mix it's always a composition and so i observe right now it's better comfortable uh, trust growth and smile come on the face and they are they are happy to come on the work and you can measure this uh, organization with a uh, with a seeker um, uh, with a sick disponibility in your organization. When you don't have people sick, when you don't have people to stop their job, when they uh, in, improve their commitment in your organization, you could analyze that the curve are good or bad on your uh, indicator uh, dashboard. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, so, and you achieve different kind of result or outcome with uh, this kind of other methodology. So. I think, um, but I, I know it's a written methodology. Experience is good, practice is good, and uh, you have to always uh, dot. You have to dot. You, you, you me here, I never, I, I never sure of everything. Uh, sometimes I say, okay, I'm good, I'm comfortable in a comfortable situation, but not. Uh, it arrives immediately another problem and uh, and so everything could change immediately so it's an unstable 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 situation but the management is not something very 
uh, very fixed, very, very, it's mobile and it's all, you always, always have the movement. It's, it's moving. Yeah. It's changing. All right. It's something that's very dynamic. And that's one of the things that uh, uh, the incident command system and these other approaches, he's, uh, Christoph's mentioned uh, the planning P several times here. That's an, another uh, progressive approach to planning. So you do some things and then that builds and you do other things and that builds on what's gone before and you, you have a process uh, that's already well thought out, but it's also been used in training where people have come to understand the systematic approach and these acronyms make sense to everybody. In their training, they, they get the, uh, the consistent information, but then in practice, they use this and because people are using the same systems, talking the same language, using the same acronym oftentimes, then you have a way of, of communicating effectively without stretching things out in long language. You can, you can say things very quickly, very concise. And uh, oftentimes you can even anticipate to the point where you understand what other people are thinking ahead of time. This is something that we found about working with the French. Uh, they were amazing in their ability to interoperate and uh, interrelate on all kinds of things very quickly. With you, Dave, you, you need to have the, the, the same understanding and even and especially for the acronym. For example, uh, in, in English, in American, it's not the same in French, but for example, methodology and the same acronym, FISA, FACT, F-I-S-A. Fact, impact, stakeholder, action plan. So we, this is our methodology. Fact, impact, stakeholder, action plan. Fact, what is the situation? Impact, which kind of impact? Acronym PEARL, P-E-A-R-L. People, environment, so asset, reputation, and liability. And after, when you move to stakeholder. Stakeholder, you have the uh, different kind of stakeholder, the frame, the opposite, opposite, neutral, and sometimes uh, some frenemy. Okay, sometimes you have some frenemy. You have to keep in mind this kind of thing. And action plan. What is action plan? Action plan is planning P, organization of the action and define the objective and the goal you want to achieve. You have to give a cap. A cap in similar situation, similar level of information, communication, trust, all the time. You have to repeat that. And after, it's uh, automatical. But as uh, Dave said, uh, it's dynamic. All the time, it's dynamic. Sometimes you switch to uh, facts, sometimes to action plan, sometimes you, uh, you go back, you go to road. You... So it's dynamic. It's dynamic in operation. It's dynamic in uh, daily management. But some, if you use the same system, even in operation and even in the daily management, uh, nobody is lost. Right. Nobody is lost. You just switch from to daily management to crisis management. And when you lost, sometimes yeah. I'm and lost. And use the same language, yeah. Sometimes I'm lost. And I, I, I don't know what, which kind of decision I have to take. And sometimes I'm 
so it's not ready so uh, it's not ready you have to more better prepare or report for example or maybe i um, i cling to the rules i'm lost i cling to the rules you have to define rules i'm cling to the rules if i'm lost and rules are very important uh, regulment uh, administrative forms um, and rules only rules but you have the um, you have the crisis time and calm calm, calm time mm -hmm. but you can't define rules during the crisis right. time right. something i've always been curious about especially in the firefighting world is how much information do you have by the time you show up at the location or do you have to get all of that information after you show up do you know what i mean like are they feeding you information through the radio um on your way there or are you uh learning as you go once you get to the site no it's a as i said it's a scalable response and uh, uh, if you have a lot of information you're lost so you need to have a, a filter uh, the right amount right and so you organize your uh, operation with different level of uh, information and it's like a, a lift a data lift uh, when you are at the second floor you don't need the same information than at the third than a 40 uh, 40th floor sure, so sure. i'm the other upper level the last and i just have to take decision in the past time i, I was a I was firefighter on a mission in the truck, fire chief, fire group, or uh, group chief, or um, how, how do you say in uh, American, captain. I was yep. captain, I was a major commander. Right now, I'm, I'm the chief. And so if I have a lot of information, it's, uh, it's too big. It's like a big boy with a big information and you gross, 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 and after you explode. And you don't have the uh, good, um, uh, you don't have the good mood and the good uh, sensation to take a good decision. To take a good decision, um, you have to avoid the corridor, the corridor floor. Yeah. And you have to stay calm and stay back. And, and in the uh, operation coordination center, we have two different parts. So noisy room and silence room. And me, all the time, I try to say, to stay in the silence room. In the noisy room, a lot of information. You have to go there, you have to take in charge that, you have to improve that, you have to coordinate this. Okay, me, it's not my job. My job is to stay calm in the silence room and to take a good decision. And to do that, so on operation, I do that. But in my daily job, I do that. In my daily job as an administrator, uh, we have a quality department with an analysis grade, uh, a risk matrix uh, for analysis, frequency, occurrence, severity, or natural risk, technological risk, human risk, economical risk. You know what I mean? For the administrative operation, for the administrative organization. In operation, it's different. I have only to anticipate. If I give the order, right now it's too late the time you have to give the order by repercussion to the radio it's too late my job is to stay calm and to anticipate the other guy so group chief or team leader or uh, fire chief fire station they they're they in charge the 
emergency. Me, I have to, as you say in America, in USA, you say, give order to cows. And give order, order to cows, it's to anticipate and to try to commit the resilience, the resilience of the society, the resilience of the people. So it's a decision with anticipation and all the time with interagency. Because when you are chief, you, you have to avoid to stay alone. But when you are in the crisis room, you have to try to make sense to the interagency services, to make sense together and to achieve together the outcome. But the outcome, to achieve the, this outcome, right now, at this time, at one time, you need one chief. One, you need one chief. If you have yeah. a lot of chiefs, everybody wants to be the chief. Sometimes <laughs> everybody wants to be the chief, but nobody wants to order. You know what I mean? They want to be chief, but they don't want to give order. In our organization, at one time, you have one chief. Go right or go left, or go, go away, or go straight right, straight away. It, it, it depends, but you have to, you have to design a, a cap. So no more two radio, no more two radio, and no more plus two system of communication. One smartphone, one radio, no more. If you have two smartphones, two, three radio, no. And no more five information at the same time. One, two, three, four, five, ah. no, after you lost. So two system of communication, and five information. After, nobody could manage more five uh, information. Uh, the psychologists say uh, it's empomnesi. Empomnesi, it's like a different kind of uh, uh, behavior. And uh, psychologists say no more five information. And they, in the true life, it's true. No more yeah. five information. You, yeah. you can't handle it. And if you're really it. interested in bringing order to chaos, then you have to have an organized mind and be able to limit the amount of chaos that you're creating in your own mind. Uh, and, and being able to keep things uh, straight in your own mind is, is maybe the beginnings uh, of being able to be a, a good leader and a, a person that can be helpful to other people. If you're going crazy, trying to keep it all straight and trying to remember too many things, uh, it's, it's not helpful and it can be actually uh, a real problem. It's good that you're seeing these things coming uh, ahead of time uh, and, and understanding that things can unravel and become a problem uh, because you are actually creating the problem by giving disinformation, bad information, it's, it's something that um, in, in high reliability organizing, these are the things you're trying to avoid. You know, the, the, uh, the problems of misunderstandings. And, uh, you know, it, it's something that, uh, as I've watched your career, Christoph, I've watched you grow in using these things uh, from HRO and, and using these processes and making them real in crisis situations. Recently, you just had a flood, uh, flash floods in, uh, on the island of Corsica. People were trapped in automobiles. People were 
their lives were threatened, you know, because of that. And now I guess you're going into that season again. Yep. Yeah. Uh, even your own wife had to be rec rescued from a, an automobile that was uh, in, in the flood. Um, she was trapped and uh, my, my folks saved her uh, last, uh, not last month, but in June, June, 11th of June. And she was trapped in her, her car uh, and a flash flood arrived from, from her and she was trapped and uh, my colleague uh, saved her. And uh, if they didn't do that, I was, uh, maybe I will be without wife. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So sometimes you say uh, it could uh, it could happen only to the other, but not. Sometimes you you are the fire chief and your wife is trapped in the flash flood. So uh, it's ambivalent, ambivalent. So yeah, it's trapped and you have to manage the organization. You have to push you to continue. But in the organization, sometimes I I admit. Um, there is a place of uh, sense making. But sense making is, is not uh, the, the luck. When you observe some guys, you see in their eyes, uh, they are the, the vista. You know what I mean? You, you have the sense making, but you have the vista. What is a vista? You see what's happened. Some guys, they are, they are prepared. Maybe you could become a leadership because maybe you have to learn to become a leader, uh, leader, leadership, meta leadership. Maybe you want that then each officer could be a good incident commander. Uh, no, you have to make cho choice. You have to choose your, your fork, your resources, your resources. Yeah. And sometimes, uh, you have to say at one or two guys, you can't be an incident commander. You don't have this uh, behavior. You don't have say, this sensitivity. But it's a good guy in other, other matter, in the other topic. But incident commander and to be chief, I think it's, it's necessary to get, maybe to learn, but to get leader, leadership, meta leadership, sensitivity and improve the sense making. Meta leadership. This is an interesting uh, uh, phrase where it's, it's a thoughtful leader, uh, metacognition, thinking about thinking. Uh, mm -hmm. This is interesting, uh, the, uh, a concept that I haven't heard you talk about before. Um, I've been talking with James quite a bit about uh, uh, relational leadership and and uh, he and I have been uh, discussing how important relationships are and uh, I can hear you talking about it as well Christoph the the relationships that you have with the people that work for you in in the department that you are leading but also the relationships that you have with everyone else bricklayers and politicians and you know it, it's it's a very um, interesting uh, collection of different perspectives. Exactly. And uh, like uh, connecting people, it's connecting people, connecting people, relationship, and uh, uh, it's, you, you need to build uh, a federation. You need 
this this is a name federation federate federation um, nice. team team building collective approach all the time but with different kind of sensitivity with a relationship partnership or, uh, good mood uh, communication communication skill is very important right now i, I think maybe it's the most important thing when you become chief Communi communication skill communication tools uh, like a toolbox uh, today to be a chief you need to it's like a an orchestra master like an orchestra master the conductor so, yeah yes different kind of uh, instrument different kind of uh, of music but you have you you can't know everything but you have to manage everything and it's very complex and during a complex situation and this is why sometimes i'm lost because i'm just a human <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to know your limitations. <laughs> you have to know, or maybe you don't know, but you don't know. First, you don't know that you don't know. And after, you know that you don't know. Right. <laughs> um, so, Christophe, um, when we think about your organization, uh, it, it's, it's, it's similar in effect to a lot of different organizations where you have people all over in different locations. And because of the multiple sites, you have certain things that make it harder to, to make that communication go out to everybody. How do you make sure that you can positively, positively influence all of those different locations to make sure you're all on the same page when it, when it matters? Trust first after control. <laughs> <laughs> Trust, trust after control, but trust first. <laughs> trust first after control. And oh, oh, okay. So control is second. Okay. <laughs> and to, to be sure we, we achieved the outcome, uh, okay, you could do a web conference. It's good, but web, web conference, it's good to give order, to give information. But it's very difficult for communication because communication it's in the it's a double way and video conferencing is not enough and i need to visit the guy i need to organize meeting i need to organize workshop i need to travel but i need to define the duration of the meeting of the travel or, uh, it, it's complex it's uh, heavy it's hard to be sure we understand together the same situation, the same uh, objective, the same strategy for the fire department or for the organization. Even when we have a new law, a new law to implement in our organization, we have to be sure they understand exactly what we're waiting for them. And so it's complex, it's difficult. And especially right now with the COVID, COVID, uh, <laughs> In the, during the com containment, it was uh, it was difficult. But so during the co the COVID, uh, we were on the web conference uh, two times per week, and right now, for example, the um, October five fifth, uh, we organize a, a big meeting with with all the fire chief and all the executive to maybe to celebrate not the end of the COVID but a transition between the fire season toward the uh, winters, uh, the winter season. Okay, 
and in this time with a, of course, meeting in the morning, after action review, um, proposal, and, uh, maybe debriefing, okay? At noon, a big lunch with a red wine, one wine, uh, something like that. No more, because after they have to drive. Mm. And after between uh, two o'clock and two, so 2 p.m. and uh, uh, 4 p.m., um, perspective, new way, new view in the future, what is a cap, uh, what we waiting for them, and the uh, ID box, ID box, and the next step, okay? New vision, next step. This is how we try to federate all their colleagues, all the folks in my, uh, in my organization. But I think I don't have right now the good solution. It's a mix between visit, between meeting, between web conference. But what I'm sure, what I'm very sure, web conference and other face-to-face from the computer, laptop, it is not enough. It's not enough, right? Awesome. Yeah, that personal contact is, is so important and you don't realize it until you can't have it. And that's what I think a lot of people are recognizing through the COVID experience is the personal contact is, is critical. The, the body language, the, uh, the expressions, the, all of the things that uh, are difficult using uh, video uh, conferencing, these are things that are a big part of communication. And if you can find a way, even at, at a, a, a social distancing of uh, you know, two meters, uh, find a way to get closer to one another, that by itself can be very helpful. Uh, has Corsica really experienced a lot of uh, problems with uh, the COVID crisis? Not a lot, but uh, similar than uh, the rest of their, of their country. Not, uh, not a lot of death, and not a lot of uh, disease, not a lot of sick, but um, a lot of uh, prevention, a lot of masks, and a lot of uh, things like that. But uh, it wasn't very difficult during the COVID period because uh, all the people stay at home, and so the level of intervention and emission decrease. Uh-huh. Of course. And so, uh, no traffic accident, no fire structure, no uh, disease, no heart attack, because they didn't want to go to the hospital. So right. they were sick and they say, no, 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 I don't call a firefighter that bring me to the hospital. I don't want to go to the hospital. So it was, it was, uh, quite, uh, it was uh, quite calm during the, this period. But during the, uh, the summer, their activity, uh, the activity grows, of course. The yeah, 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 the summer months. The, the population, James, on uh, Corsica, like doubles and triples uh, because you have so many people coming there f- during the summer months. Vacation. Uh, like June, July, August. Uh, yeah, vacation. Uh, a lot of people coming because it's an island, beautiful beaches, uh, all kinds of things to... Uh, for people to uh, enjoy themselves. And it's, uh, it's usually uh, very, very busy and you can't even drive a car <laughs> in the streets. People get, use uh, mopeds and, and little motorcycles, you know, to get around. Well, but and right, time, right, what, uh, right now, 
we return at a normal level. It's, uh, it's quite similar than the last year. Wow. Yeah. So uh, your, your uh, area of responsibility, uh, Christoph, is not just the city of Ajaxio, but also uh, multiple small communities in the whole southern half of uh, Corsica, um, yes. which is a pretty large island. It even has mountains in the middle of, of the island. So you have the seashore, you have the mountains, uh, a lot of... Uh, small winding roads to how do you get around how do you get to people when they need you with you know the response time needs to be very short how do you get to uh, these people that are in these uh, remote areas yeah but it's a it's a mesh it's a mesh of fire station and we use a helicopter but uh, we have a long time to achieve their small village, and their, but we manage here five thousand square kilometers. Wow, that, that's a large area. Large area. Uh, rural area, urban area. Yes, and sometimes it's uh, in the winter. It's uh, five hundred thousand people, and in the summer with touristic activity it's uh, sometimes 1.5 million people. So it's different organization during winter and during summer. And we gross the number, we rise the number of volunteers and part-time part uh, firefighters during the summer, of course. And sometimes we close there some fire station during the winter because it's a small village and there are, there are only maybe 50 or 60 people in the village during the winter and sometimes 1,000 people in the village during the summer. So it's a, it's a switch from summer to winter. It's different. Yeah. No more uh, Tour de France uh, coming to no. Corsica? Not, no. not now, huh? Tour de France, so it's okay. We are, very, we are very good on this side. But last week, no, two weeks ago, we have an international conference with the French president and the European Union president, and we had to organize all the security activity with a lot of bodyguard, organization, TV, media. So with uh, 10 countries, with a jet, private jet, private Boeing, private Airbus, private aircraft, private uh, bus, private car. The five-star five -star hotel organization, meeting, accommodation, security, safety, both on the air, on the ground. So it was a big, a big stuff and a big organization, but we are on life right now and it's okay. But it's different kind of, uh, of mission we have to organize. It's, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So I want to ask, uh, I got a final question, but it regards to training. And it has to do with you have a, a, a percentage of your workforce that's full time and they'll have some type of training. And that's what I'm going to ask you, just a broad sense of training for uh, making sure they get it right when it matters the most. And then you have a huge uh, influx of volunteers. I'm curious, do they get the same training, a different version of it, or do they just work with the full timers? How does that work? Well, we have the same 
training system for professional and for volunteer. The duration sometimes is not the same for the administrative learning, but for the operation learning, it's the same simulation, the same practice, the same exercise, the same duration. If you have a team leader, it's two weeks of uh, total immersion to become a team leader. If you are captain, it's one month or two months. And if you are volunteer, we could, uh, we could design an agreement with your employer, with your boss, and you could reimburse uh, the wage for the volunteer if we identify a very good guy volunteer to become team leader or captain or commander. But of course, we don't have a fire chief volunteer and we don't have a, a high level executive or firefighter volunteer. We have sometimes one per 10 or per 20. Do you know what I mean? But we have the same system, we have the same function, and we have a ground operation, ground, ground practice, theoretical approach, the same duration. For person is the same duration, and we have a virtual reality center between I Corsica and South Corsica with simulator for the firefighting, for flood operation, for earthquake, for riots, or different kind of operation. They are in total immersion in the true life, so on the ground with practice, through track, uh, all know something like that. And they are a laptop in the, in the crisis, virtual crisis center with a virtual reality platform. That is the same thing for volunteer and professional, but except for the administrative function and the administrative post. So not for finance, not for HR, not for planning, not for only for operation. And sometimes for uh, shift management, fire chief management, and operation section shift management, only for the volunteer. Is this a team simulator like I've seen before in uh, southern France near Aix-en-Provence? Yep. Yeah? The same. Yeah. The uh, team simulator idea is just fantastic. Um, for the small investment that you put in, you can have people in one room flying helicopters or flying uh, 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 air aerial resources that drop water or retardant. In another room, you have uh, multiple rooms. You have uh, people driving trucks and they're talking on the radios. And it, it's really interesting how they develop team skills not just individual skills like you would put a, a person into a simulator all by themselves. It's, it's fantastic for crew resource management, for team simulations. We have different level of training and we have different duration and uh, um, we have a different uh, session. So initial training and after each year, refresh, refresh, refresh during one or two days. But wow. initial, complement, and after, refresh. And if you change your level, another initial training. Level one, two, four, five. So we have five levels in operation. First is a first responder. Five is like me. It's a area commander. And just below, you have an incident commander. Area commanders can actually work with multiple 
incident management teams. Yep. And so, and, and this, this is all scalable within the incident command or incident management system. And so, uh, yeah, but being able to train people to work together in teams, this is what we did several years ago. We brought an American incident management team together with a French, French incident management team and put them into this team simulators. One group would go in the morning and work on an event in the simulator. And then the others, uh, the American team maybe would go in the afternoon and then they'd reverse and they increase the complexity of the events the next day until finally on the third day, they were really getting into uh, complicated, complex uh, situations. And they learned a lot from one another. This is where uh, Dr. Renaud Vidal uh, took his research and both organizations learned from one another. It's uh, capturing these lessons from one another. And what did, you, what did you learn about yourself? But what did you learn from the other team and what they did. Do um, you remember these uh, ex exercises, Christoph? And what, what did the French learn from the Americans? And what do you think the Americans learned from the French? They learned, they learned uh, their agility of the response, how we can stop this kind of wildfire during only two or three hours. So it's a massive, initial attack with a com combined aerial resources, resources and ground resources at the fire initial. We never let the fire grow. It's a mesh and it's a massive initial attack. And we could stop a lot of fire start at the very quick time. This is what they learned from, from them. Their, action, reaction, agility, and organization in the emergency only during two, three, or four hours with a lot of, lot of resources on the very small size of location. What they learned from them, as I said at the beginning of our meeting, anticipation, planification, planning B, IMS, ICS, a long, big organization with a base camp, with a backfire, with a combination with aerial and ground resources, with, but in the long term, with a long anticipation, with a long barrier of retardant and a long barrier of uh, type one helicopter of type one uh, aircraft. So not the same size and how to manage a long operation. This is what we learned from American and they learned from her. And, some, and what they say, they say, not, not us, they say, Sometimes our organization for a small wildfire is too complex with a lot of and too much forms, too much administrative forms. We need to be more flexible at the beginning of the operation. This is what it's saying. And on our side, we said we need to be more organized with a lot more forms. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was, it was a system. But what I would like to say, the last but not the least, we are on joy, we are happy, and it's happiness. <laughs> yeah, everybody enjoyed it. It was just a, a lot of fun, ultimately, for everybody. Do you have an organized lessons learned system now uh, so that learning is continually captured and uh, distributed throughout your organization? Uh, 
not the system I would like to have. We have a small system, but I think this is a good way of improvement within our organization. The yeah. continued learning system. We don't have a after action review or uh, this kind of thing. I, I think we, because we don't have enough resources to manage that. And uh, so it, we change next, next, next operation, next mission, and we don't have time to stop and to, we need lesson learned center. Well, we already discussed some that. We need a learning learn center, lesson learn center to the... One way you can implement this um, in your training, you said you have your initial training, which is probably all set in stone, and this is the way we do the initial training, but you have your refresher training also, you said, for all the positions. Perhaps the lessons learned in between there every year, all those lessons learned, or at least some of them can go into that refresher training, which they're already scheduled for. And uh, instead of trying to jam it in somewhere else when they're, when they're trying to do other missions, but um, maybe uh, leave some time, an hour or two uh, in the training session for refresher to talk about all these lessons learned in the past uh, uh, few seasons. Just something to think about. Um, yeah, we've, we've talked about that before, James. The once a year thing is not enough. Oh, I, I, it's a start. That, that, that was right. Yeah, it's a yeah, start. Uh, yeah. And it's something that Christoph and I are, are going to work on together to find a awesome. way for continuous learning and improvement. Um, because it, it's too dynamic and things happen so fast and then you forget. Or it never gets out to other people. Uh, the distribution system is very, very limited, very small. In any case, we've kept you on the call here uh, two calls now. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll, we'll have to break this up, uh, part one and part two. Uh, but you've got so much information, Christoph. Oh, that's awesome. It's been fun. It's been exciting. Uh, but we do want to be sensitive to your time. I know it's, sure. it's after 6 p.m. there in where you are. Uh, and maybe, I don't know, maybe you get to go home to your family. Uh, no, no, the next meeting for me. So, Christoph, uh, <laughs> I took three pages of notes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> that was awesome. You know, uh, we're not getting paid for this. So, uh, this is just out of pure enjoyment of doing this and learning about what you do. So, uh, it's, it's very motivating. And, um, Definitely a pleasure to see somebody so involved in uh, putting HRO in action instead of just sitting on the theory side and saying, we, we, sounds good. Will it work? You're like, <laughs> it's working. <laughs> so uh, that's awesome. I love that. And thank and, you so much for your time. There's more. The, the human and organizational performance side of things uh, that James and I have been working with, uh, there's more. And so yeah. it's, it's something that I look forward to sharing with you sometime soon. Thank you, guys. It was a pleasure for me to discuss with you and to exchange our ID. It was very pleasant. So I will be available if you need more information or just to discuss another time. It's okay for me. No problem. Love it. Okay. Thank All right. You, uh, Enjoy your next meeting. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Au revoir, mon ami. Au revoir.
Merci. <rire> Merci revoir. beaucoup. <rire> Au, revoir. Au revoir de la France. Au revoir. <rire> Au revoir. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening and learning with us. If you would like to hear more, click like and subscribe. James and David would like to thank their guest, you the listener, and their sponsor, humanperformancetools.com. Please check them out for all your error management needs. More exciting episodes coming soon. Remember to use human performance tools when it matters the most.